truth seekers. Uh, Welcome to that one time I was abducted by aliens. My name's Jamie. My name is Bree, and we're two sides of the coin. Usually right off the top, I always ask Bree what we're talking about tonight, but I don't really think we have too much of a plan for tonight's episode. I think we're just kind of winging it. Yeah. We're coming off of me being sick, Bree uh, having her foot fall off. Being a gimp. Yeah, um, and then I just craziness going on in our lives. So we really didn't do too much research this week about like a structured subject, but we definitely are just gonna like you know unscripted talk about what's going on. Talk about what's going on in the fucking area. We're always world. unscripted. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but the you point get is what we I'm don't saying. have a we don't have a target. We don't have a theme this <laughs> we don't week. Have a theme. Uh, we don't really know what's going on. Exactly. I have no idea what this episode is gonna turn into. Who knows? Or if any of this is even Who gonna cares? be in it. Oh. <laughs> Pretty huge. But that's a possibility sometimes. All right, Brie, where do you want to start at? Let's talk about... So the only thing that really comes to mind that was that happened this week was... I mentioned this on our live, actually, was that Australian Skies 2 was released. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it yet. Um, and it's called Contact of Interest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's very interesting because not that long ago we did an episode where we're kind of going through the kind of the obvious signs and the not so obvious signs of contact. Mm-hmm. And we also did a little bit um, the next episode as far as like what happens with the military and their involvement mm-hmm. and what happens to people. And what I thought was really interesting is this whole movie there's so many of the things that we talked about. Mm-hmm. It's like almost every single thing that happens. It's running down those, those checklists again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where it's like, yep, yep. Oh, my God. Yeah, totally. So Australian Skies, let's, let's recap for the audience. So if you haven't seen it, the first one is about a guy who basically sees UFOs everywhere he goes. Constantly, yeah. And so, and, like, people are with him and they see it, and the movie kind of, like, documents kind of, like, a few days in his life. Yeah, and And, his story. And his story and and mm -hmm. the stuff that's happened to him. So Australian Skies 2 is about what, Brie? One of the guys that was also in the first movie, because he's also um, seems to be a person that seems to always film these UFOs, which was, I, I think, what the main focus is that these people didn't necessarily consider themselves as, quote, contactees or like that they were abducted, but it just became this weird phenomena that happens to them in which they have repeatedly captured UFOs on video camera or pictures, and it became to the point where it's like every time they go outside, they can bring their camera, and they always tend to find something. So this person's story, he you know, was saying that all of a sudden he kind of had this feeling in life, like he was supposed to go outside Mm -hmm. and film things. Mm -hmm. And it was just kind of like out of nowhere. He got these crazy binoculars and then it turned into like them getting different cameras and different, you know, all kinds of different And just kind of like becoming obsessed with the subject. Yeah, and that he just kept feeling this calling, like that he was supposed to be looking up. Mm -hmm. And then that's when he started capturing these UFOs. And so he has a little bit of the story in, in which he always has, like, this feeling like he's just got to get up and go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And that it doesn't really make any sense, but it's just, like, something he almost can't even control. Mm-hmm. It's like, he's got to go. Mm-hmm. He's got to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And what is cool to me is that it's a different form of contact. So the first movie with Damien, I don't think that he had any, like, 
abduction experience. Yeah, no, I when I watched it, it was just, it's more of like he just kind of sees stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what happens more these days, in my opinion, and is, is a different type of contact where it's just kind of like making themselves known to you. Like, hey, we're here. Like, hey, just like a little gentle reminder. But, like, yeah, but it's around. just such a hard coincidence over and over and over again that you feel like they obviously are sort of contacting you, but from a distance. It, also, isn't it interesting, though, that at the same time, like, all of these people have these this checklist where everyone, it's, like, the same thing. Like, and do you think that, I think that that can go two ways. I think it's, like, m- most people can look at it and be like, well, if all of them sem- say the same thing, it must be happening. Or you look at it from the other angle and you're like, well, yeah, they all always say this. Like, it's just, like, a script to them. Like, mm. everyone goes down these checklists, and that's why everybody has it. Yeah, maybe. But I feel like their story starts as being unique because it's the first sort of like UFO story where they're not starting off with like Crazy all of a sudden aliens. I was woke. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. then it's just like, hey, I just I come out and I always have a camera and it might take a while sometimes, but you know, maybe three hours later for sure I've got some awesome footage and it's just seems seems to happen more often than not. So this in the documentary The Second Australian Skies, um, do do they get like some good footage during the documentary of stuff? I like think does that, some stuff happen? I think he it's more actually showing footage that he had previously. Mm, okay. It goes more into his story of like what's happening to him now and other ways in which it begun and that's more of an abduction type of story. So it's not the same format as Australian Skies, the no. first one where it was following him around in a day-to-day basis. This is more of a structured movie kind it's of. Still following him around. But it's kind of more of him sharing his story about feeling very isolated in his world. Mm -hmm. And it starts the same with him just capturing UFOs. Hmm. So you think it's kind of going to be the same thing because it's just, yeah, I just had to capture it. And it was all the time. Mm -hmm. And then it seems like it's just progressed in his contact experiences. Mm -hmm. And then it goes with him day to day on him just talking about what has happened and the weird things that it's now happening to him, like marks. He's got a tremendous amount of marks now when he Mm -hmm. wakes up in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. And just like we mentioned before, you know, like scoops are just weird designs, bruises, and he documents these things. And he just goes through the, like, he goes through a whole bunch of photos of these things that are on his body. And Mm -hmm. it's like outrageous. But what's interesting is towards the end, you get to realize that this is a little bit more of a military involvement with mm-hmm. his abduction. Interesting. But he told the director that he didn't want to get into that. And he worries more about his family. It's already affected his day-to-day life because he's just like a normal guy. He goes to work. He has a great family. He has a great home. He has kids. And so he's like, almost like, I don't want to know if this has anything to do with the military. I don't want it to get my family involved. I don't Mm want to freak them out. It's almost like, you know, ignorance is bliss as far as when it comes to, like, the military stuff. Yeah. So he drew the line. He was like, nope, we're not talking about it. Yeah, he drew the line, like, we're not going there. there. Like, he's just not ready for that. And I don't blame him. It's one thing to know that it it has something to do with aliens, and then when you connect a link with the military... Oh, and you start down that rabbit hole, man, and it's a dark, dangerous rabbit hole Uh to get into. And I think that makes you even more isolated, because it's not humans against 
aliens. It's humans on humans. And it's working with aliens. Yeah. Then you have no one to back you up, like no one to protect you. Mm -hmm. And I think people still feel like, you know, our military and our government are still here to protect us at a certain extent. And when for them that's gone, I think that's just like really a big scary. fear that they have. Yeah. yeah. Or if you already I, don't count on that. Yeah, it's we like don't one care. thing about living in America <laughs> is you always feel so protected. You have this big bad military that goes around, and you couldn't imagine living in other you know countries and stuff like even mm-hmm. Mexico, like going down there because the police are corrupt and there no yeah. one's looking out for anyone. Yeah. So America has this privilege of you know being taken care of all the time, and when that you know, facade is shattered. They're like, oh my, so vulnerable. So vulnerable. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it was cool because, um, you know, so the director's like, so we can't go down this road even though we want to, Mm -hmm. but maybe we'll see if he can do a regression. Mm -hmm. So they meet with a regression therapist. And what's weird is that also in that episode where we talked about our signs and not common signs, I mentioned that I was reading a book called Awakening, and that's what kind of triggered like a subtle memory that I asked my parents about, the Mm -hmm. firefighter situation. Mm -hmm. So the regression therapist that they went to, Mary Rodwell, is the author of that book that I just read. Oh, interesting. I was like, whoa, what are the odds? So they meet with her, Mm -hmm. and she does a regression with him, and it's a really interesting outcome. And it pretty much, you're left with the assumption that for sure this happens in his family. Mm-hmm. Like his mom, for sure. And So it's about those bloodlines it's again. It's about the bloodlines and how when he first told his mom that he was going to start going out and documenting these things, her only comment to him was, do not go out alone at night looking for these things. And he was like, that's weird. Like, why would I? And she just said, just don't go out alone at night looking for that. And that's all that she was telling him. It's hmm. almost like if she knew something and she was, like, hiding something, maybe. Interesting. Maybe she knew something. Mm-hmm. But then when he was in his regression, he said, I need to talk to my mom. My mom can help me. My mom has answers. My mom knows, pretty much. And then, like, that's he crazy. gets out and he's just, like, you, like, you, when she, you know, talks him back into consciousness and he, you could just tell that he was just, like, whoa, that fucked me up. Mm-hmm. He was just, like, he, he even said that he just felt really vulnerable and he needed, like, a minute. He's like, I just, just give me something. Yeah, yeah, he's just like, holy crap, because... I think that's mine and your biggest fear when it comes to these regressions. Yeah, you don't want to know certain things. It's like some things you find out, and then it's like, how do you process that? Like, you're knocking on the devil's door, Mm -hmm. trying to find out these answers, and then you get them, and you think that you're going to be satisfied in some way, but that's not the feeling you get. It's it's just, it's terror and confusion and and questioning, and you just, you don't don't know up from down when you come out of situations like that. So I think that that's a big reason a lot of people don't Don't do these regressions. Like, you have to be... an incredibly strong, emotionally strong person to deal with some of the baggage that comes along with it. Mm-hmm. And opening up that door is like opening up a can of fucking worms yeah. sometimes. And I think also him realizing that he already has the answers in him. Always. And knowing that he can answer those questions. Mm-hmm. That is crazy to me. The but whole fact that your subconscious like is just stores information. Yeah, that, that you have you no idea. from yourself. Mm-hmm. But knowing that you know. Mm-hmm. And, but one thing I did like is that he was talking about that this like woman or something that he has constant contact with in dreams. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to know who she was. And he... It was just really confusing, but it sounded like she was someone in the future, and she's making sure that he's okay now. 
Interesting. It, that to me was so strange. That's I was like, very interesting. I'm like, that is weird. Hmm. But the good thing about it is that he did feel like he had a little bit of peace of mind because mm-hmm. he knew that he can now go to his mom and she can answer these well, questions. Well, everything for him. a little bit was more verified for him. Mm-hmm. It's not it's 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 not the hey, you're not as crazy as you think you are. And when you get that sometimes, it's a very big relief and really changes yeah. your outlook on a situation and, you know, changes your whole, whole vibration and your vibes and stuff yeah. like it's like, you know, you come out of it like in a different light. Mm-hmm. And I also just really like that he was doing the whole documentary to kind of help other people that might have some of these weird experiences but Mm -hmm. it's so out there and again with you not having it confirmed you're in this strange space of this is my reality but at the same time it's like is it is it is it because it shouldn't be i don't know everyone around everyone else around me says that it's not real and so, yeah. you know, and so he's kind of like, you're not alone if, if these things are happening to you. And But I think that those kind of movies are what's important now in our community and the movement that is, you know, extraterrestrial. And we need stuff like that. We need stuff that's put out there in order to make it more comfortable for people, mm-hmm. to show people that they're not alone. Yeah. So did they have any, like, good, like, video footage or pictures that he got in the documentary like they did had, they show it they did show good footage that he had recorded mm-hmm. and then they showed all of his pictures and stuff like that for the weird ass marks that is on his body mm-hmm. tons of them mm-hmm. these things are strange like shapes or yeah like weird shapes and almost like a laser stamps of weird things it was creepy well so speaking about that on that same like subject, why don't you tell me about what's going on with your foot? <laughs> well, I don't know if that's <laughs> it's close enough. Tell me about it. Uh, well, so um, as some people know, I hurt my foot about two weeks ago, so I've been kind of hobbling ever since. It's definitely gotten better now, but by my heel is a very strange mark, and I don't really know how to describe it. Actually, it's like a weird kind of like rectangle. Stamp. Yeah, and it's a weird color. It's like a, sometimes it looks like it's almost brown, but it's like a red brown. Yeah, it's like not anywhere near what her color of her skin is whatsoever. It's funny because when I was telling Jamie what the um, orthopedic surgeon said after, I'm like, actually, I know what really happened. It's just like I either have like an implant or they just took like a little piece of my skin. And I'm like, this little mark right here, and I snapped a quick picture and sent it to her, and she's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't really know if that's true, but it's just one of those weird things. Yeah. Where you're like, that's well, strange. It's and, on the same foot, and it's... And I keep waking up with weird scratch marks all over the sides of my hands and my arms, and, like, I've been waking up with bruises on my legs lately, and, like, I don't... Like, what the, What am I doing in my sleep? Or is something happening to me? Yeah. But I'm waking up, and there's, like, legitimate, like, scratches that have scabbed over, like, going from, like, the top of my thumb all the way down into my wrist like on the back of my hand like just like weird things where I'm like how did this even fucking happen to me like what the fuck is going on yeah so it's just one of those things where strange things happen but at the same time we know that it could very well not be something yeah and that we're just like we always just jump to conclusions Mm -hmm. like we jump on the alien like yeah we see anything and we're We're just like oh well it's aliens yeah yeah aliens that sounds about right but that's why explanation that's why i think that we're sane though because we understand the difference the difference between us jumping to conclusions but at the same time that's just strange but it's a possibility 
That's always a possibility. Always a possibility. (laughs) With my creepy whisper. (laughs) So, yeah, so I agree. Uh, It is good for us to have more you know, documentary or just just people coming out. I also think that's one of the reasons why we come out that I think what we've said a few times is Mm -hmm. that we've gone through things and we think things and we realize things that are strange and you might feel like you're the one and only person. So why not put it out there? And then the people come, the people come that have the exact same things. Yeah, so we've we've experienced a lot of that here in the past few weeks, especially. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as the podcast gets more and more steam and more and more people listen and tune in and, you know, more people tell us their stories. And Mm -hmm. it's like almost weekly now at this point, people are contacting us and saying like, this happened to me, this, you know, this podcast resonated with me and here's why. And keep these stories coming to us. We love every second of it. And we want more and more opportunities to be able to share your guys' story. Mm -hmm. Like if it's cool with you guys, you could remain anonymous. You could tell us who you are, but we're loving all of the like, you know, conversations we're having with people and and these, you know, exchanges of information that we're having. It's just, it's creating a big community and we just Mm -hmm. want more and more. So let's let's keep growing it and keep getting it. It's like we're starting our own Me Too movement. (laughs) I know, right? Hashtag Me Too aliens. But the hashtag we use is instead hashtag (sighs) Brie sounds like Kim K. Everybody, um, Mm. if you weren't on our live on Friday, last Friday, I started a movement. It's called hashtag Brie sounds like Kim K. And I would like it very much if all of our listeners could every picture you post on Instagram use that tag. I don't, you could be taking a picture of a kitchen sink, your bubble bath, a dog, a tree, your lunch. I really just want oh everybody to use the hashtag Brie Sounds Like Kim K. And we have um, two separate people to thank for that. Jeez. I just want to shout out real quick, Brian Jackson, the OG, the original, <laughs> way back in the day, said mm-hmm. that Brie sounds like fucking Kim K. <laughs> and then shout out to Nate, who brought it back up and really traumatized Brie with it. Absolutely. I mean, really, really traumatized yeah, her. thank you. Like the edge of suicide, like edge crying of... in her bed at night. Because I'm like, why? Why? Oh, well. Oh, well. Anyways. Anyways, back to our regularly, regularly scheduled Pro- programming. programming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's interesting. You guys should go watch that. I believe it's released. I watched it because Secure Teen on YouTube put out that he had the opportunity to put it up for free for 24 hours. And I was like, I'm going to do it because I don't know how long it's going to take to hit Netflix. Yeah, that's so, very true. Yeah, so I just did it. So anyway, if you guys are interested, go watch it. Uh, start with the first one, maybe. But I do think it's cool that within the past year, you know, leading up to now, that there's more alien movie documentary things coming yeah, out. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff on the subject coming out. But I think we've talked about that before. Like, we've talked about how, like, isn't it a little strange that, like, in the news, we're seeing a lot of these space stories and science mm-hmm. stories and alien stories. And now it's kind of carrying over into more like entertainment it's like it's kind of like the hot subject right now it's everywhere but i like that because i know a ton of people watched unacknowledged that never would have in their no, life ever but because it was on itunes it was on netflix people just happened to look over at it and tune and in tune in and mm-hmm. that's cool because it's bringing it to a larger audience of people that yeah and i think the more and more people it's getting brought to the more and more people who are talking about it i mean uh, yeah are just thinking about it you know it. even starting this podcast when i tell people about it i talk to the most random people about aliens now because people ask me what i do and i'm like oh you know i host a podcast and it's like the most random strangers in the grocery store like old lady like oh i saw a ufo when i was 12 
Yeah, you know, see? and you're like, see, and it's just opening up this communication. Mm-hmm. It's, it's 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 nice to see it going on. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and it's nice to we're trying to continue the momentum. Of yeah, course. it's exciting. So I kind of want to talk for a hot second, not too long, about the subject, but about the shooting that happened. Mm, I know where you're going with this. I know. So. A lot of people, especially on social media, are throwing the false flag thing around Mm -hmm. a lot. And I think that we've come to a point in our society where that's everybody's go-to explanation at this point. Absolutely, I agree. Like, everything that happens, they're immediately like, the government did this, it's a false flag. Yeah. And I'm down for conspiracies. It's been a little bit since we've done a conspiracy episode. And I'm on the conspiracy train. I like it. But I think at this point, it's so Mm. fucking exaggerated and, like, so overdone. And I'm just like, guys, a kid could just shoot up a school. Yeah, I agree. You don't need to make a hundred excuses for it. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised. I thought you were going to be on board. That's why I was like, oh, I know where you're going. With no, this. you know, I'm, I'm actually kind of like, I'm over it. Me too. Like, I, like I, I see it and I get it. And like, I'm glad that we live in a, in a world where we're able to like have those questions and, mm-hmm. and even like call something a conspiracy and question it. But then at the same time, I'm like, you don't need to be ramming it into people's fucking faces. Like, I will agree with you. The shooting that happened in Vegas. Strange. Total, total strange. I'm weirded out by that. But this one that just happened with the kid yeah. at the school, I'm not... This has been like, happening at the beginning of time. I get that, you know, it's... Everyone's yelling about how this was a false flag because of gun control. They're trying to do gun control. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That's a huge possibility. And I'll totally... That's fine. I give it to you. But... Maybe also at the same time, it's not so much about the guns, and it's more about how we as a society are treating you people. Yeah. Like, think about back... Guns have been around forever, have they not? Mm-hmm. Kids back then had way more access to guns than they do today. Am I wrong? No. So, back then, were there tons of shootings? No, it really started with, like, the Columbine shooting, didn't it? It started with these generations where we're telling our kids to, like, really be concerned about feelings and stuff. So everybody's hypersensitive, and then it just creates and fosters an environment for people to be made fun of constantly. Mm-hmm. Especially with the internet, it just perpetuates it. It's not like it's you just go to school and you're getting bullied at school. You're getting bullied at home by your bully who's also at his home at yeah. 2 o'clock in the morning when you're trying to sleep. I think online is even worse than it is in school because you're limited to those kids at school but online there's a million different people yeah a million so I, I just think that at some point that maybe we should just call it what it is and stop trying to find so many excuses for things and just you know what this kid was probably bullied and people probably treated him like shit and so he went and shot a bunch of people and so maybe instead of trying to be like oh gun laws or oh this like maybe we change our society to stop treating each other that way absolutely that's a really good thing you're we're shifting the perspective on more about the gun part and the conspiracy rather than let's treat it as it is the fact is that a kid picked up a gun and he was so distressed in his everyday life that he chose to take it out that on he a thought bunch that of this kids. was yeah this was his only option of what to do and what about like the trauma it's left with the survivors exactly the trolls on the internet I get it this whole crisis actor thing okay but what are the odds that these actually were kids that go to that school and people might have even faked that whole yearbook picture thing that could have been photoshopped yeah, I have no idea no idea the point is that the trolls on the internet would rather go after these kids and focus more on that conspiracy side rather than I think we need to be more sensitive on the fact that these kids just went through a very traumatic mm-hmm. experience and, and whether or not it was a conspiracy or not most of these kids probably didn't know that Absolutely. this is a real situation that happened to them and maybe we 
we should consider what they're going through before we're jumping mm-hmm. and throwing all these things out there or talking shit about a bunch of teenagers. That's exactly it. You know, talking shit about a bunch of you're, teenagers. You're, you are at this point only perpetuating the bullying that started oh, this yes. in the first place. So the reason this kid went up, went up there and shot all these people is because, you know, he's being bullied. And then you're now out of the situation. We're doing exactly what caused it. We're mm-hmm. bullying people. We're making people feel bad or trying to disprove or disbelieve people or make people feel like their feelings aren't important and stuff or how they feel isn't something that other people should be concerned with. And it's like you were you're you're creating and fostering an environment for this to happen again. Yeah. And it's like, do do people even consider that maybe that really did happen to that kid? Maybe he really is a survivor and you're just making his life hell because you're making him feel like it was all his fault and Mm -hmm. he's all fake. It's like, I don't I don't think we're being as sensitive as we should be to the to the people that went through these things. Yeah, I'll agree with that. And yeah, I'm with you on like the whole conspiracy things. Obviously, we entertain that all the time. We think about it. But at the same time, you need to be smart. You need to know when to pump the brakes. Like at what point do you do it to a point where you're like you're harming people? Yeah, Yeah, you're harming people. Like you you guys with this shit, you got to slow down. Like I get it. You're allowed to have your opinions, but let's maybe for a little bit, keep it to yourself. Mm -hmm. And then once everything blows over and you know, the kid gets sentenced, we go through the trial, we figure out what really went on. Then let's start to make some comments and, and, you know, throw out our conspiracies. But for now, I think we just let people mourn and, and, and understand that this event happened. Yeah, exactly. So I feel bad and I feel exactly like you're saying how they're just making it worse going after a bunch of teenagers and continuing the bullying online. It is. But I think how it all connects back to space and aliens in our podcast is that the message we're talking about that all of these ETs come down and tell us and what everyone comes to conclusions are take care of each other stop stop being so negative Mm -hmm. stop you know stop these horrible things and it's like that's what ties into it to me this kind of instance and this right here is one of the biggest reasons to me that i don't think aliens just come down and quote unquote save the day because look at us look at us as a society a bunch of kids got shot at and grown adults are telling them that's not real that didn't really happen you're faking it yeah what a shitty, fucked up society that we live in right that's now. That's true. And I also think that's what the other people that never believe in conspiracies, this is another way it also discredits other people that believe in legitimate conspiracy theories mm-hmm. because they slump them all in with the crazy that just automatically jump on board to, it was the government. So what's, I'll give you this then, let me just throw a wrench in your, your little thing here. What if all of this trolling that's going on is actually the government and the government is trying to make it seem like it's a quote-unquote conspiracy so that they're putting these false flags out there to lump this stuff in with the other Mm quote-unquote conspiracies i believe it damn I know, and that just throw a wrench in it right there. Thank you. Again, the possibilities. Again, the possibilities. And you know what? That does also have to go along with the little thing that we were going to mention with To the Stars Academy's UFO video picture. (sighs) So as some people don't know, we're a little bit over it. We're going to take a moment to shit on Tom DeLonge. (laughs) But also, at the same time, we did agree on New Year's New Year's Eve that we were going to leave Tom DeLong in 2017. We did come to the agreement. We did come to the agreement. But this is interesting. This is, I think, are going to be our final thought on it because I think it's finally over. I think the Tom DeLong craze is done. So I think that we're just going to, we're going to wrap up our feelings about it real quick. Yeah. So if anyone didn't 
know yet. Um, apparently, the video that they released, the video and the pictures, were actually two different events, and they were about a decade apart. And one of them happened in, oh, I don't somewhere in the UK. So they mashed up the video. They fucked with it. It's not legitimate, mm -hmm. all of these things, okay? So, of course, that's going to piss the people off because they came out with, like, look at we have this real footage. Or I'm the air pilot and I saw it. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And going all over CNN and the Today Show. And now it's like, actually, do you not go on the internet? This is already out there. Mm -hmm. These are two different occasions. And this is images we've had out for a long time. And they're changed mm -hmm. as well. So they've added effects to the video. That's why, and I will claim, ever since that shit came out, I always called. I was like, not impressed. Not yeah. impressed. Mm -hmm. Not impressed. But the thing that I think we were questioning is, could they have released a video and images on purpose that they knew would later be exposed as being fake so that we are completely discrediting the fact that the Pentagon and this whole situation even happened that they're like, look, the study of UFOs is real. It's a real thing. Look at this photo. Yes. Okay. So what I want to bring it back to is I'll give you my opinion on what I think happened. I think that the government was like, let's troll the entire world. <laughs> okay. Let's make them think that we're going to release a bunch of alien information mm -hmm. and then just false flag the fuck out of it and mm -hmm. make everybody think they're crazy. So I think what they did is that they orchestrated this entire thing that they knew from the beginning that they could use Tom DeLonge because he'd be easy to put down. Mm-hmm. And he would take it and just roll over. And I think that this was their plan the whole time. I don't think that Tom DeLonge at any point thought anything was fake. I think mm -hmm. in his mind, all of it was real. Yeah. And I think everyone else around him straight lied to him. And they knew. And now he looks like a crazy person and he's being gaslighted. Yes. And it's... It, it's sad, actually. It's sad, but it's something that we see. Mm -hmm. You know, you cannot trust anyone or anything. Period. End of story. Sorry to say it, but I mean, mm -hmm. that's what it comes down to. Like, Tom DeLonge was so convinced, and it was his real reality, that these images and things were real, and these government officials who were talking to him were telling him the truth. And the government went up for a huge fucking money grab. Absolutely. And look what happened. And I've called bullshit on this thing the whole fucking time. The whole time, I was like, mm-mm, something seems fishy. Don't yeah. like what's going on here. Yeah. And it's funny that it just comes kind of full circle and Tom DeLonge is flat on his fucking ass again. It's also interesting because you had a lot of hatred towards Tom DeLonge in particular. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It wasn't necessarily to the Astars Academy. Because I you think... Were, you were irritated at Tom. Because I think that to be... As what I was irritated with it was his stupidity. Like, how big is your ego that right. you can't even see what they're doing to you? Yeah, but at the same time... Out of all the people in the world to choose Tom DeLong, really? Like, I'm not trying to, like, be mean to you, but of all the people in the world to choose, they want to choose some rock star musician to do this, you had to have seen the motives from the beginning. Like, if you didn't see that coming, I, that's why I'm angry at him, because I think that he's stupid. I think that he is a smart, intelligent person, and he should have realized all this. How about he was just very naive about this situation? So fucking naive. But at least I think you've come to a space now where you don't necessarily blame him. You're just No, like, I just think it's fucking you hilarious naive at this little point. Dog. Yeah. Like, like, you're so fucking out stupid. You. you were a mascot that they shit on. Exactly. So it is interesting, and it's kind of sad because we're like, yes, look at they're kind of coming out with this whole disclosure thing, and they release this video, so the rest of the world that doesn't even believe that shit could be like, oh, okay, well, maybe it's real. 
And then now that they're like, actually, that video was completely false and they smashed a whole bunch of situations together and it just decredits the shit out of it. Ooh, now they might, you know, those people, again, that might have been questioning and almost believing might be back to a space where they're like, and I see, think that's the that, crazy people just think, falling for everything. I think that was the point the whole time, though. Yeah. I think that's exactly what the government was doing on purpose. It's interesting. We and have to I see think, where, it's, where they're going to go with this and, like, well, what's going to happen now. I think a big reason about it is because I think that the disclosure part where the government came out and said that they've been hunting UFOs was a real thing. Oh, yeah, and it I think, was. And I think that this whole orchestration was to make it seem like that was bullshit. Yeah, maybe. That's what I think the long game is here. Like, people want to say that, oh, the government could never play games. This is a game I think they played right in front of our fucking eyes. And if people don't realize that, I feel bad for them because you guys are super naive. But at least they do. At least there is a bit of a line, though, between what the Pentagon released. They do say say that it it was a real study that happened. Now it's over. Mm Mm-hmm. So at least they also said that they did not officially release that video. Mm-hmm. It was to the Stars Academy. Exactly. So at least there's a little bit of that separation. Yeah, but it, that's exactly what it is, though. That's exactly why to the Stars Academy exists, so that the government could blame the release on something else. Yeah. And so... Um, so if, the government, again, is not at fault, guys. They're here to look out for us, and they're doing good, and they don't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. And um, if anyone ever looks at theblackvault.com, this has been a website since the beginning of time. This is the whole reason why um, the Freedom of Information Act even exists is from, you know, is from this website, mm-hmm. the man that put it together. He was doing this since he was 14 years old. And so he did, of course, go after documents to know about this advanced aerial. What were they calling? What was their official word? Aerial threat. Phenomenon? Phenom- something like that. So basically, he was going after these documents forever, and they were like, it doesn't exist. The program doesn't exist. And then they finally like replied to him that it's one word off, but that was an actual program. Mm-hmm. So the the word, the name of the program that like all of to, to the Stars Academy, their whole board has been using, isn't an actual program. It's one word off that might not be a big deal. But the point is that he's trying to get documents for it and he couldn't. But they did admit that, that okay, it something like that does exist. It's under a different name. It's a one word difference. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, some things are just classified. Yeah. You couldn't really get too much information on it. And I, I was reading so much. Eventually, I was like, okay, I can't read this anymore. We can't do it anymore. I know. Yeah. So we're kind of just, we've been over it since, like I said, we agreed on New Year's Eve that to we're just like, be we're done just with over it. it. Yeah. Because. But this is our final cap. Like, there's nothing else should come out from this. Nothing's going to be like, it's done. It's squashed. We can but move on as a society. I am curious. I know. I'm sorry. Her face, if you guys could see her face, she's oh like, my girl. God. I just said we closed the door. We're done. I am curious. We're just opening a window over here as I'm shutting the door. That's what they say, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I just think it's interesting to see what's going to happen next. Yes. Because even when you go on the internet to type in, like, about this video, about this video, it's not everywhere. Mm -hmm. It's not on, I mean, you could go through pages on Google, and it's not there. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if this is actually going to, like, blow up, and then it'll happen in, like, the next few weeks or something, or if it'll blow over to the Astaris Academy will continue on. It's not really doing anything. Not really doing anything. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. You know, we just had to mention it just because it kind of slipped in with how the government could have been 
purposely trolling everybody mm-hmm. yeah. and kind of created that themselves that there's a possibility that they also created this entire situation and, to falsify a video. And funny that when the original video came out there was so much media coverage but now that it's been debunked it's not really there's being not covered. really anything covered. Yeah. So speaking of like uh, aliens being in the news you know so this isn't so much of aliens but it, I think it kind of lands like in the paranormal world and I wanted to get your opinion on it. So um, the Vatican introduces exorcism training for mm-hmm. Italian priests because there's a huge surge in demand of people thinking that they're possessed. (laughs) So isn't it kind of interesting that at the same time that like aliens are big in the news, a large majority of people are running around saying that they're being possessed to the point where the Vatican is out there actively training people to do exorcisms? That's a little weird, right? I hope that they're not linking the demons to aliens. I don't know, but that's a little... uh, Let's hope that doesn't come. But isn't that a little weird? Isn't that a little strange that, like, this quote-unquote, like, paranormal stuff is happening? And they're all... It's all kind of getting lumped together, like... Yeah, weird shit. Interesting. I just... I wanted to throw, like, that weirdness kind of out there, like, isn't that a little... It's a little strange to me that the... Vatican. The, the Vatican is a religious mafia, in my opinion. But if anyone is religious in that area, um, if you actually look up what their comments and their statements about aliens, to me, it's actually very enlightening. I it, like that they're like, they're, no, absolutely. Yeah, they're they're totally for it. They're all about it. Mm-hmm. I really want to know what they're hiding underneath Vatican City. Because, oh, we all know. You know, they, just folts and folts of shit that none of us will ever oh, see. Oh, I've seen tons of documentaries, too, of people that were able to go to the Vatican and, you know, read documents. Documents. They couldn't take pictures or couldn't write anything and they down, were just like but guys. they were able to see. They were like, guys. Because they have one of the biggest observatories ever. Mm-hmm. And a huge library. Huge. Yeah. But, I mean, it's very interesting for people that might think aliens are demons, especially in, like, the whole Christian type of thing. Mm-hmm. If you actually look into, like, you know... They are straight out like, oh, no, it's absolutely a possibility. You can't put a cap on God, the creator. Like, no. of course not. And guess what? There are going to be our friends, and we're just going to baptize them. And that's exactly what we're going to do. We'll just baptize everyone. <laughs> Everything will be fine. I'm, You're I'm way a, more advanced than us, but you know what? I got this holy water. I'm going to bring you. this one to Jesus. Exactly. Exactly. I'm sorry if that comes off as a joke. We're not trying we to We don't mean it in a main, We just find, we think there's an interesting link, that's there's all. It's very interesting It's situation. just a very, very interesting link that, that that kind of stuff kind of happens all around the same time. Like, you know, it's just very interesting. All right, guys. So that's just like a little bit of what's going on in the world here today. Um, a little snippet of like some random shit that's happening. Um, hey, Brie. Oh, I think we're coming to the time. I think it's that time, Brie. What time is it? Factor Sci-Fi. All right, guys. So our fact or sci-fi tonight is there is a persistent hum in this Canadian city, and no one knows why. So there's like this weird, I mean, there's no other way to explain it than like there's a weird hum in everybody's ear. It's like a strange low frequency that's like driving people crazy. Driving them crazy. So there's this like town in Canada and it's what been for like six years yeah, it's now. Been six solid years that this has been happening on and off to people and it goes on for like hours at a time. Yeah. And they just, they hear this humming and it's getting to the point where like people are literally uprooting their lives, mm-hmm. leaving this city. People are going crazy. Like it's driving them mad. Yeah. It's making them batshit crazy people, this crazy hum. Well, because, yeah, because it's like, they're like, uh, we have migraines, and you know, they are irritable, they, they have insomnia, They are, now they have depression. So, one of the women who lived in the town said, imagine having to flee all you know and love, just to have a chance to hear nothing humming in your head for hours on end. No, no, so, that's what somebody said who moved out. 
That's horrible. And it's funny because we were talking earlier about how, you know, it's been around for a long time that people have been hearing those strange, creepy, like, end-of-the-world type sounds that just, uh, like, horns, like, low-frequency yeah, like trumpets. If, yeah, like, if you if you look online, like, some of the YouTube videos, it'll be, like, the heavens open up and you can hear, like, the trumpets being played. It is eerie as fuck. It's super scary. If that happened here, I really don't know what I'd No, do. I'd probably freak out. Even yeah. watching all of the videos. And, I mean, this even happened, like, I don't know, 2012, is I think is when I first saw some of the videos. And this has been happening for a very long time, but it's scary. Like, it scares you to even think about what it would be like mm-hmm. if you are just open up your window and you're like, what the fuck is that? Like, it literally just sounds like everything's about to stop and end. And end. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, where, where are yeah. the crazy people that are going to land? And what's interesting about it and what kind of ties it into the story is, like, there's not an explanation for it. No. Nobody has explained it. Um, and nobody can explain this hum. People have gone there and they've they've done like research and stuff and everyone just comes up with their hands up like I, I don't know what this is it's here everyone experiences it but I ha- I can't tell you why or how or when it's or gonna what? happen exactly so what is our question because so a lot of people are saying that this has to do with aliens of course and they're trying to throw that out there like oh, it's aliens it's aliens or that it's the government or it's the government yeah yeah that. yeah and so like the question is 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 this just like a natural phenomenon or is it something on more of the paranormal side. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm middle bitching myself. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> I, I, there's no other way for me to put it. Like, I can't definitively say that it's not something paranormal, and I can't definitively say that it's something natural. Oh, because that one, who was that one person that said sci-fi fact? Oh, sci-fi fact. Yeah, I don't remember who it was, oh, but one sorry. of our listeners called it a sci-fi fact. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, it's a sci-fi fact. It's a, I have to middle bitch myself. Like, I can't, I, I, I've experienced low frequency um, annoyances before. When I lived in Oakland, the catalyst of all my alien experiences, <laughs> there was a lady who lived downstairs from me who used to play crazy African music at all hours of the day, all the time. And the only thing I could hear from it, because I was above her and there was like a floor, it was insulated, were the deep tones of it and it drove me crazy. Mm-hmm. I would have the craziest like violent dreams. I would uh, dream about like going down there and murdering her and strangling her <laughs> and finding her in the hallway because I wanted the noise to stop. So I couldn't imagine these people living in this living town with that. With that. Absolutely, yeah. I would probably shoot myself in the head. I mean, I don't I don't yeah, it's like one of those itches that you just can't scratch. Yeah. And you just want it to end. And nothing but it you can't. do. And it's mm-hmm. like so low and probably just brain rattling mm-hmm. that you're just like, oh my god, stop. I know. So what do you. I'm going to fact it. You're going to fact that it's supernatural? I'm going to fact that it's supernatural. What? Brie, did we just switch chairs? Like, what you the fuck just happened? Shit happens. Okay. I'm totally going to fact it. I, I think something strange is happening. Absolutely. And I think it's weird that, like, with the weird noises and shit that happens around the world, um, you know, I feel like there was a certain time where it started to happen. It was long ago, but there was a certain time, probably leading up to 2012, where a lot of weird shit started happening for to everybody. And I just feel like there has to be something weird. Like, you know... <laughs> The scientific community comes out with an excuse for everything. You know what, Brie? They can think of anything. I think that the the sound, the 
that the the cause of it is just dust. Ooh, blow your Debunked. fucking mind. Debunked. It's, All right, it's it's, it's, it's dust. It's sci-fi. It's dust. It's it's dust. We're done. It's dust. We're done. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> that would be NASA's excuse every fucking time. Exactly. So I just think I I think it has to be something weird as fuck. All right, I, I dig it, but I'm I'm gonna middle bitch it. But I'm I'm glad that we're that we, we switch always chairs. Have two sides of the coin. I, I love that. I know. All right, Bree. It's time for conscious quotes of the day. So today's conscious quote of the day is going to be by Edgar Casey. I'm sure all of the people that are into the psychic and more spiritual realm, you're familiar with Edgar Casey, but you know, he really does have some really great stuff. So anyways, this quote is, reality is built out of thought and our every thought begins to create our reality. And you know I love those kinds of things. I love it. I'm a big believer that you create your realities. I've said that a hundred times in this podcast. What you put out into the world is what you create for yourself. So I couldn't agree more with it. Yeah, I I really like it. And you know, it's funny because like my grandma was texting me a bunch of um, political stuff today. And you know, she said something to me like, you're just very like mother earth and you know blah 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 but that's just not reality here in america and i wanted to say for every time someone told me that but that's just not reality i would be a millionaire a millionaire but you know what it's my reality and And i choose that and we choose to not think about stupid earthly things and i don't want to and i don't want to because that's why i mean i'm not going to single her out but that's why a lot of people end up just like just so incredibly negative and it's because they get stuck in this deep-rooted what they've made fact Mm -hmm. that things are never going to change the reality that they've created for themselves and it's just like a collective agreement that everyone's Mm -hmm. you know is like no this is what reality is and so that's what reality has become Mm -hmm. but the more and more people decide that your reality is going to be what you make it it's like a lot of us are turning on to wait but we can choose this yeah, it's like, it's this awakening, I think, that there's, you know, we all live in this box and we keep, every once in a while, one of us pokes our head out like, holy shit, guys. What's going on over here? There's more than what's in this fucking box. Like, exactly. look at this shit. And it's hard, I think, to get people to poke their head up out and mm-hmm. think about something different. And I understand people like, but it is fact, because look at around you. Look around you. This is the majority of what's happening. But again, though, it's what you choose. So if you're... We're not all sheep, like, guys. We I'm can't just go with the minority. I'm convinced that if I do not focus on that and I continue to focus on this more positive timeline and that the more and more of us are becoming awakened and it's just going to turn into this greater thing that will happen, you know, down the road, hopefully as I get older, this will become more common and then this will be a new reality of people thinking like this and the older ways will be in the past. I think the more of us might even think about that, then things will change. Absolutely. Because it's, you know, everything's always a collective agreement, but it starts with one person that decides, you know what? I'm not going to believe in that. Absolutely. That is not going to be my fact because I can change that. Absolutely. Boom. Boom. All right, Bree, let's round out our episode with our um, favorite thing to do. Shout outs. <laughs> All right. Right off the top, Bree. Wait, Her- can, I, can I just say that a lot of the shit that we say sounds like it's perfectly like scripted, like no, we say shit I know. at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. And we never do. We never mean to. I know. Even like with our singing. I know. We never do that. I know. And we, it just, we're just, it's just we leave it happens. on and then it just happens. <laughs> 
All right, Brie, right off the top, per usual, as if it's scripted. Two schmucks and a mic. Exactly. Uh, shout out to the return of Brian, Brian Jackson. Jackson. He's like, back. Oh my God, you guys, he's alive, he's well, he's in our life again. Now that's what I consider risen from the dead. I know, seriously. Like, I actually showed up. Oh my God, are you as a saint? Effect. Jesus. <laughs> I know. Um, we're nice s- play on your words. Right? <laughs> Did you like that? <laughs> that was great, wasn't it? Anyways, I'm real punny, guys. Um, shout out to you, Brian Jackson. Like, honestly, we're happy that you're back. Thank you for being on our live last night. We almost got scared for a good minute there. Like, we did. Uh, maybe it's over. Maybe Brian Jackson's over us. But it's it's back. Brian, it's, it's happening. Brian Jackson told me I was pretty. That's on our live. And I told him that I don't need no man to tell me I'm pretty. Which is awesome. <laughs> and I loved it. But uh, thank you, Brian Jackson. I think you're cute. And um, Covert Nerd, of course, again. We love him. Always on our lives. We appreciate you. We do. Your podcast is magic. You're magic. You're mm-hmm. everything. Please come to Alien Con and hang out with us. Yes, please, everybody Leave that listens. Leave the 800 kids at home because I'm really inappropriate and not good for a child yeah, audience. you don't want them to grow up with this. No, nope, not at all. Shout out to... Nate. Nate. Hey, Nate. Let's say Nate's um, Instagram. I am. So, everybody, you should go check out Nate at at inspectanate on Instagram. It's like inspect and then an A and then Nate. Very simple, <laughs> guys. Um, so, he's not on YouTube yet and he's still not J- Dave Chappelle, but he's really funny. He makes me laugh every he day. Is funny. And you guys should follow him, have some conversations with him. We're hoping to get him in here he's soon. He's my new favorite asshole. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> shout out to at Blue Mystic Alien. Yes, very. Um, thank you I so much. I apologize for spelling your name wrong. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on our last episode. I hope people really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a pleasure having you on. I did. Now I can't stop singing its songs. It's in my head. I know. Shout out to Frank Zen. Frank uh, Zen, you're doll. We love you. Uh, where it, weirdly, Frank Zen has seen um, Blue Alien Mystic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny. There's a lot of weird links around here. Yeah, it's very interesting that that happens. Um, shout out to Phenomenal01 for using the hashtag uh, Bree sounds like Kim K. Bree's I appreciate talk it. Like this from now on. I I, I dig My it. My name is Bree. I know. And shout out to everyone else who's inside of our uh, Instagram live. Shout out to Weather Traditions. I yeah. loved talking to oh, you, sweetie. Seeking truth. Seeking truth. Also to Wokemore. Um, to William for coming on our lives. The clout. We love you. He's a sweetheart. We're into that life. And everybody else who comes on and talks and interacts with us, we appreciate it so much. We've been trying to do longer and longer lives, but uh, Instagram. Oh, and John Perry. Oh, sh- Designs okay. by Perry on Instagram. Shout out to Designs by Perry. Per use. Yes, John Perry. He's extremely talented. I think I have to say it every time now. No, so, if so you talented. you look at his stuff, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Go look at his story and stuff and the things he posts. It's You're fantastic. You're just like, when are you going to be in like common just movies every single day? Every yeah. single sci-fi movie out it'll be there soon. should be using you it should be. Art. It'll be soon. Don't worry. They really should. So, yeah. Shout out to everybody in our lives. Like, thank you guys so much for coming in. We've been trying to do our lives longer and longer, but Instagram kicks us they off after us like... Off. An like, hour, I want to say. Like, is there like, no, enough. you're done. You're This this live is over. over. You've An hour's long enough for you. All right. So we'll be doing those every Friday. It looks like we're, we're an hour every Friday. Uh-huh. I think we're aiming for around 7 o'clock. About 7 is yeah. when we're going to jump on for you guys. Hopefully, maybe we'll get some good Saturday ones in, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Bree, why don't you tell everyone where they can find us at? You can email us at thatonetimeiwasabducted at gmail.com. Add us on Instagram at thatonetimeiwasabducted.com. 
Follow us on Facebook, even though we don't use it or understand it for the millionth time. I think I cut out this other episode, and I feel like I shouldn't have, but I was like, you know what? Fuck Facebook. And, I, and you're like, yeah, fuck Facebook. Because we just, like, I even try to tell people that I don't understand that I post shit, and then that's not on there. Okay, anyway, I, I don't want to rant about yeah, it. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I don't but get it. But please add us on all things. You guys, DM us. Share, share your stories. Please email us. Yeah, you guys, hit us up. We want more things. Send us emails. Send us weird pictures. We don't give a shit. We're about it. We can read it. If you don't feel like if you don't feel like being known or if you just don't feel like talking, we can read it online. You can be anonymous. It doesn't matter. If you guys want to be on the show, hit us up. We're also looking forward to some more interviews. If you want to jump on the experiencer couch with us, we have a great time getting to actually talk with you guys one-on-one. It's, Absolutely. It's such a blast. We yeah, no, we've had it. so much fun doing it. Yeah. So thank you guys again. We really, really appreciate you guys listening and giving us some love and connecting with us. Yeah, you guys. Uh, have a wonderful night. We'll see you next time. Love you. Love you. Welcome back here to Aussie's Best Hit 100s. Tonight, I'm going to be interviewing Miss Jamie Billings, who claims to catch a kangaroo and teach it how to play the guitar. Um, In just a minute now, I will have Mrs. Billings on. In the meantime, please enjoy this tune by Jazzy69. Once again, thank you to our Aussie listeners for sitting tight while we wait for Miss Billings to get her act together. Again, you must understand that this Aussie woman does claim to catch the kangaroo and play the guitar with it, so as you might assume, it might take her some time just to give us a call on the phone. Here she is, mate. Hold on just a minute. Mrs. Jamie Billings? Oh, hello, Miss Potato. It's so great to have you on the show today. Please tell me, how was it that you caught the kangaroo? Um, so there's a kangaroo in a pouch, right? You're easy to catch, so all you got to do is carry a bag around with you, and you see a little baby kangaroo, you put the pouch out on there on the floor, and they just jump right into the little pouch, and then you just take them and you steal them, and then, you know, barbecue them if you'd like. Uh, Miss Billings, is it true that you taught your kangaroo how to play the guitar? Yeah, it's absolutely true. 100% taught my kangaroo how to play the guitar. So all you've got to do is give the kangaroo some acid, and then all of a sudden they can play a guitar. It's amazing. So, Miss Billings, do you then admit to taking acid while going to catch these kangaroos? No, absolutely not. Okay. I can't, I can't confirm nor deny that scenario. Well, can you confirm or deny whether you are getting your acid from the jungle or maybe from your neighbour? Do you know who you're getting it from? Um, I, I cannot comment on that, um, and I do not recall. Interesting, interesting. Okay, so then what is it that you named this kangaroo? Uh, Hillary Clinton. Oh, Hillary Clinton. And and what is it that inspired you to name this kangaroo that plays the guitar Hillary Clinton? Because I've always wanted to fuck Hillary Clinton in the ass, and so I fucked my kangaroo in the ass. <laughs> so I named it Hillary Clinton. Mrs. Billings, are you aware that that is called bestiality and it is also abuse? It's actually not in your country. It is only in America. 
Oh, okay. Well, thank you again for our listeners for listening to the Hot Aussies 100. You are listening to Brie Toes and Miss Jamie Billings. Good night. Thank you. Thank you. Good night.